One time on Sword of Symphonies, our captain played an accordion number for a demon as a backing track to the story the demon was telling him. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, there was a rodeo rider on a giant eagle bird thing, and it was rad. She's going to take her jacket and try to put it over the bird's eyes, like create a blindfold. I would once again like to reiterate what could possibly go wrong. This one time on Sword of Symphonies, the crew dug up some buried treasure. No, look at this moss. It's attached to a shovel. <laughs> look, I love all three of you, but Tissa is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of Sword of Symphonies is the majesty of the spellcasting. Brilliant carnival. Starlight stars. Flying shark. Knife pain. <laughs> Fry's bolt. So if you'd like seafaring adventure, a lot of game design talk, music written in-house, and a lot of whatever that was just now, join us every week on Sword of Symphonies. So here's what you missed on Loser Like Me. A musical TV show called Glee aired for six seasons, and Christina and Tanner decided to rewatch the whole thing. It's really wild. Anything goes on this show. The whole conflict is about a cheerleading coach trying to destroy a glee club. But it's also about finding your true self and being special. Well, their teacher's a cuck and I'm pretty sure his degree fell off the back of a truck. There's lots of yelling about good representation from the show and the two of us. And I don't think the writers are always sure what show they're even writing. Yeah. Tanner gets passionate about Kurt. Christina gets really upset about incorrect use of Spanish. Look, it happens. And so many interesting characters don't get the screen time they deserve. Like Tina, Ari, Mike, So if you Mercedes, want to hear what was going on Lauren, beyond just Bethany, the singing and the dancing, Matt, check out Loser Like Me. It's a podcast where we find the best parts of this show and hold nothing back talking about the worst ones. You can find us on whatever podcast provider you use. Or on Twitter at LoserLikeMePod. And, and that's, that's what, what you missed, missed on Glee! Hey, it's Dennis editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads. And let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter at CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump on to the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead to take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. and welcome to another episode of Control Group. I am your GM for this season, Sarah, and with me at the Gardens of Glass, I have some players and their characters. I'm Nick, and I'm playing Baxter Saintless. I'm Marcus, I'm playing Rosalina Cunningham. And I'm Dennis, and I'm playing Henri Demasai. For this season, we are playing the Petticoats and Proposal System, uh, created by Sarah Williams. When we last left our esteemed group of hunters for love and possible social advancement, 
A ball had just been held in the small town of Underwood, just outside the Gardens of Glass, estate of the wealthy, if not a little eccentric, Lady Wintrose. I'll say. At the ball, Henri and Baxter had a heated confrontation in full view of all in attendance. For no reason. <laughs> I think I think if the variables have been listening to the last episode, they they know the reason. <laughs> it's on sight. <laughs> Baxter learned many secrets about the people he has been spending his time with, and Rosalina had a lovely dance with the Lady Ivy. At least you're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I could have stopped the fight, but no, I was like, world star! World star! <laughs> and the ball was brought to an abrupt halt by the sound of thunder and very rapid and violent rain outside. Henri, how do you feel? about this sudden change of weather happening so suddenly and so close. Uh, Henri is gonna make sure that Perdita's alright and like kind of look to her to see like if she immediately wants to go, if she wants to weather the storm. You see Perdita look quickly out the window. She looks very worried (laughs) and she turns to you. I I prefer to leave if we could, I couldn't bear to leave Lady Wintrose alone like this. Okay, okay. And then Omri's gonna look over whichever way Nanette and Henry are. Nanette and Henry are kind of seated off in a corner of the room. It looks very ho- It looks like Henry is trying very hard to remain engaged in the conversation. And from what little snippets you can overhear, Nanette being kind of loud as she is... That's weird of her. <laughs> okay. Um, Nanette, being as loud as she is, seems to be primarily talking about herself. Mm. And just kind of going on and on, on much to Henry's discomfort, trying as hard as he is. And then I'll look back to Perdita. I think this is a, a good time to take a break this night. Uh, a little hot under the collars, so... Let's uh, try our best to uh, make our way back to the gardens. Perdita thanks you as she takes your arm and gives it a gentle squeeze. Rosalina, how are you dealing with the storm? So they gave us the option to leave or stay, right? Yes. Uh, around this point, kind of the kind of person in charge of the festivities has advi- has advised everyone that they should best head home as the. Assembly Hall does not have the capability to hold that many people, especially overnight. Who came to chaperone with Phoebe? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, Bax- and... Baxter was your guys' chaperone. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll find Ivy and uh, Phoebe in the crowd and uh, ask them what they're, what they're, if they're worried or what their plans are. Phoebe looks a little shaken by the thunder, especially kind of seeing as how close it was. Ivy... Ivy looks pretty pretty calm. She's just kind of staring at the rain through the window. Like, through the window, though, uh, her attention does turn when uh, Alexander comes to check on her. I'll go check on Phoebe. I'm trying to decide which of them to help. Phoebe, are you alright? I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm perfect, perfectly fine. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. Sorry, that was me making terrible thunder noises. Oh, <laughs> I, I can edit those in, you know. I got that. I like this. <laughs> Thank I, you, Dennis. I, you are a gentleman and a scholar. I thought Phoebe sneezing half at the same time. <laughs> no, that was Sarah She's making a thunder mo- noise followed by Sarah making a, like, freaked out Phoebe noise. <laughs> I'll take her hands. You actually see Phoebe just kind of release all the tension she was holding in. Oh. Thank you, Rosalina. I I don't know what I'd do without you. Think about everything that we've faced this weekend. We um, don't need to worry about a little bit of thunder. Or lightning, for that matter. You're right. Although, do you think we'd be able to make it home without the weather damaging us too much? I, if I'm honest, I don't know that my cousin is in quite a state to um, leave at, at the moment, but I suppose I can see what his plans are. Otherwise... I'm not quite worried about um, either of us, but if you'd like to return home as soon as possible, I'll understand. I, I'd feel a little better. I see. 
Um, at this point, uh, the twins approach you, Rosalina. Oh, okay. So, are we going back home? Uh, perhaps. Let, let me see one moment. I'll, I'll see if I can find everyone else. But both of you are ready to leave. Yes? Ivy nods. Uh, Alexander also does the same. Phoebe is still holding your hands. <laughs> okay, I'll take her with me. I'll go into the crowd and see if I can find, um, Baxter. I think, to add some dramatic <laughs> context here, Baxter is in about pint number four. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> he's feeling a little sorry for himself. But, he's, uh, he's in the middle of a conversation with Rowan. I can't tell you the last time that I, I felt so much like myself with another person. Do, do you feel the same way that... Oh, God, I'm making such a fool of myself. Oh, my God, is it... Is it raining? Is there a storm? <laughs> Have you noticed that? And yes. Rowan gives a quick nod. Yes, I didn't expect to be so violent and so close. Oh, God. How irresponsible of me. I, I should have noticed sooner. You would like to return home, I, I expect. I believe so. I, I know Phoebe will want to. Poor thing's terrified of thunder. Oh, really? Oh. Remember growing up, we had a, uh, a dog that was quite afraid of thunder. <laughs> Not to compare Phoebe to a to a dog. I'm so, I'm so, I'm, I apologize. I don't know what I'm saying. And I I did do hope you enjoyed yourself this trifling affair. I I did. Wonderful. Thank you very much for choosing to spend the majority of your night with me, Baxter. I um <clears throat> Baxter like picks up the the pint of beer he has and then. Then sets it down, and then picks it up again, and sets it back down. Uh, I, uh, I should like to spend another night with you, if it wouldn't be... if you would, would, would like to. I think I would. Excellent! There's just, like, an awkward pause. <laughs> yeah, there, there is an awkward pause where, at this point, Rosalina, you do see Baxter and Rowan kind of off to the side by where refreshments would be. Rowan, this I feel that... I, I'm ever so happy at the moment, but I, I, I also feel a bit of regret. I, there's something that I, I would like to tell you. I, I'm not sure where to begin. Yeah, uh, cousin! <clears throat> yes, yes! It would, um, it would appear something... Uh, a, bit, a bit of clouds have put a damper on the ball now, out of nowhere. Yes, you think I didn't notice? Of course I noticed that. Uh, um, <laughs> sorry. Um, yes, we, would, would you like to return home? I don't see any other option. Well, it uh, won't be easy, but uh, I suppose the uh, there should, should be some carriages left for us. How did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> you got here via carriage. Oh, cool, 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 cool. I'll gather everyone together who's going. I do believe they have some accommodations here, but uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that, that, that it would become you, dear cousin, to stay here. Um. Nor myself. I think I look, I think Rosalina looks around and um, is visibly upset that like all the people are leaving and um, it would appear the ball is like over so quickly, but then um, squeezes Phoebe's hand and like looks at her and says like, yes, it's uh, it's for the best, I'm sure. Cheer up, cousin. There'll be other balls. You've got a whole life ahead of you. <laughs> yes, but no other debut of my new dress, but that's quite all right, I suppose. Uh, I wouldn't be get too attached to that dress. We have to go outside yet. Oh, no. <laughs> I, um, and then Baxter sort of like pushes through the crowd, <laughs> going to the door, taking charge of the situation, even though he's very drunk. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, out of the, out of the way. <laughs> Baxter, with you kind of acting in this heroic capacity, I'm going to ask you to keep your composure as okay. you kind of maneuver your way through the crowd and kind of venture outside. Hey, control group branded dice gave me a nine. Nine. Okay. Alright, on a 7 to 9, you do well enough, but I will force you to do one of the following. Force you to make a hard choice, give you success at a cost, someone will misinterpret your actions. I am going to give you success at a cost. Okay. I have an idea for the cost, but you want the DM. <laughs> I, I, have, I have one. Um, okay, cool. Both. Both the no dose. <laughs> or the two. So a couple things happen as you kind of push your way through the crowd. Excuse me, pardon. Pardon me. Coming through, sorry. Ever so sorry. You'll make it through, but... Military man here, please. <laughs> kind of pushing through the crowd, and all you can hear is the thunder in your head. 
and... Skull that's loud. <laughs> and all you can think about is Rowan accepting your offer of an evening with them. Huh? And you... You look back behind you as you kind of step over the threshold of the main door. This is, the, this is in the trailer right here. This is great. <laughs> and as you turn around where you thought Rowan was, you see the real Baxter Saintilis. What the fuck? Ah! <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you blink and you blink a couple extra times, and it's Rowan again. Ugh. And I'd like oh. you to take one harm. You damn you! <laughs> you knew I only had one arm left to you! <laughs> cruel! Cruel fate! Damn this storm! Damn this heat! <laughs> Nick, I would I would like to ask you, what happens when you run out of goodwill? In this system. Is this this is just for the the cat label, right? Or is this like a move I chose? I can't remember. <laughs> so Nick has run out of his goodwill. Yeah, yeah. I got none. <laughs> no more to yep. give. Just like in real life. <laughs> when your goodwill runs out, you must reveal your secret. When your secret is revealed, either one of two things can happen. Either someone can vouch for you and keep you in the game, or you are cast out of your so- social circle. And if nobody vouches for you, you your Baxter will become an NPC. No! <gasps> what about the score in South then? That is if somebody vouches for you. Okay, so if I reveal my, I have to, then if somebody vouches for me, I become a score self. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a change on the fly here. Thank okay. goodness for alpha testing. Alpha test. Thank goodness for alpha testing. I can see what the problems are. So, Nick, you're not going to lose Baxter, but you are going to become your, you are going to become your scoring self if someone okay. does not vouch for you. Or if someone tries and fails to vouch for you. Got it. Okay. That seems clean. I like that. How how, how do I reveal my secret here? (laughs) I'm just in the middle of a room. (laughs) Yeah, so Baxter, as you kind of see what's going on, as you kind of snap out of it, you see that everyone in the vicinity is staring directly at you. Oh, God. I I, I am... Honestly, not gonna do it, Nick. Sorry, but our characters are opposites. <laughs> I would like to just throw a little character salt on the wound. Do it! Because like Henri... Yeah. <laughs> Dennis has figured out this a long time ago, but I think Henri has finally put this together. And just, like, as quiet as I can. So, like, whoever is nearest to Baxter can hear this, but uh, mostly just a Baxter. Um, oh, have you finally seen him again? <laughs> oh, you bored! <laughs> Alright, but Bad I guess bitch. that takes the question to Rosalina. What's, okay, is the secret revealed already now, or does there is, do, do I know? I think the public would know. If you don't know, then you don't know. You know? Well, yeah, is it, is it more of just like a moment of, I'm trying to like make this work like in character work. Like, I feel like Baxter's behaving in such a way that he's never acted before. And I feel like yeah. it's a moment, it's a moment for himself, where he like, Takes puts down his entire exterior, and I think there's a moment where both Henri and Rosalina recognize that. Wait a minute, this man isn't acting like Baxter. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that man is. <laughs> Everyone notices the demeanor shift. Yeah, in fact, I could, I could, uh, I'll put one more nail in the head of uh, revealing the secret. Uh, All right, do it. I'll, I'll say as I get to the door, but everybody, please just move out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I am punching the air up my guess right now. <laughs> um, Rosalina is horrified, and I think freezes and drops Phoebe's hand, and her hands go up. There's, I can't, I can't. Sorry. Holy shit! <laughs> Rosa, this is this is a no deep cut for Rosalina. I can't. Yeah, she would not be able to. Yeah, that's a. I was thinking like after that that last nail in the head, like if you found out that wasn't your fucking cousin. <laughs> That I've <laughs> spent time with for years. Wait, but can't, can't, can, can Rowan vouch for me? I'm going to say that NPC players cannot vouch because NPCs oh. cannot roll dice. <laughs> but you can! <laughs> <laughs> but all that happens is you go into your scorned self, right? True. Yeah, and you can get out of becoming your scorned self. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Also, yeah, and speaking, uh, speaking of your scorned self. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what is your scorned self, Nick? 
so the score itself is that you become paranoid that your carefully crafted persona will fall apart. Your scorn will subside when you are finally honest with another person. With another player character? Or <laughs> uh, another person, NPC, NPCs okay. count too. Uh, cool. When you meet this requirement, you will heal back to your maximum. Your current Good maximum. Gotcha. It doesn't reset to what it used to be. Got it. Because okay. you, you, you were pretty, you were pretty, kind of, you, mm, reckless isn't the right word, but you were very quick to, to do some acts of desperation. Yes. Where? Because I'm a desperate man. Um, I think, I think Baxter will, like, look, all, all, all in character moments, uh, I think yeah. Baxter will, like, hear Henri's, uh, little jab, and he'll, like, just glare, and then he'll, like, turn to Rosalina. Oh, Nick? Yes. I, I realize I just saw that you can do something. Will you choose to use your ball move here? Because you're still technically at the ball. Oh, fuck. oh, interesting. I love that ball move. Yeah, whenever you attend to a ball and you run out of goodwill, you can choose to. You don't have to. I fucking forgot. Instead of revealing yeah. your secret, at the end of the ball, he'll plus one goodwill. So you can buy yourself some time. I didn't. I knew that was my move, but I didn't realize that it was like when you run out of goodwill. Damn, I didn't read that. Yeah, it says, <laughs> and you run out of goodwill. Okay. Wow. I don't. Th- I think this. Is- I think we're good. I think this. I don't think I need. All right. This. All right. Because I think it's more important for the story that something dramatic happens at the ball in the thunderstorm. Oh no. Um, and I think. Right. It's- I-, I know. I like where we're going. So I, I think. I think As- story purposes. No. <laughs> As you were then. Makes her like looks to Rosalie and like whispers, "Cousin, sorry, it was just a just a joke." It, like mumbles and then he'll uh, just walk out into the rain. <laughs> I think as soon as she hears the word, she recoils, and like there's like a shiver down her spine as she runs out into the rain after him. But Bax is already gone. Yes, <gasps> like a ghost. Oh. <laughs> uh, Henri would like to address un- the Underwood Ball. <laughs> do it. No, what are you doing? Do you don't have shit. You had none as Bax to Saint Louis was not of that. Back in my time in the war, I knew the real Baxter St. This man who has been trying to divulge a lot of our personal information here messed up. (laughs) He didn't already know. He, how you say, played himself. (laughs) (laughs) He got fucking wrecked because he was there. (laughs) And then Henri stops himself. Carry on with your night and get home safe, please. See you play. Everyone else's ball, you just kind of hear, like, chattering amongst themselves. Uh, anybody who's kind of been around the kind of small town social scene will know that this will probably be the only thing anybody can talk about within a couple of days. Damn. I think Rosalina thinks she can catch up to Baxter. So... Are you going to go through the storm? For, yes, in Running the direction the storm. Yeah, of, like, wherever... What was our house that we were staying at? Remember, keep your composure. <laughs> it was called uh, either Sycamore or Pine. I can't it remember. It was One yeah. Of the two. Sycamore. I'm in Pine, so you're in Sycamore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you're in, in the Sycamore. direction that we came from, you know, Sycamore House. She's going to try and run through the. It's miles. Muck and <laughs> lift up her dress and try and catch up to him. Oh, this is in the trailer too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, in your debut dress? Your brand new dress? Yeah, dude! I know. Aww. That's how much she loves her cousin. The love is real. But will it be after this? And, Nick, you're just running as far as you can? Yeah. I would like both of you to roll to keep your composure. Let's keep that dramatic main character moment composure. <gasps> hey! I got a nine. What's what's that? It's great. Oh, okay. Okay, nine. Is that all? I also got a nine. Two nines. <laughs> a nine, so both of you, I will either force you to make a hard choice, give you success to cost, or someone will misinterpret your actions. Da-da-da. I'm going to give each of you a choice, starting with Nick. All right. As you are running, you see off to the side, you see a carriage coming up behind you, and you see kind of leaning out of it, Rowan. <gasps> So here is your choice. You can keep running, and it'll take you way longer, or you can accept the ride from Rowan. Is it just Rowan? Rowan is leaning outside the carriage, so they are all you see. You don't know if anyone else is in there. Poetically, yeah. I think as, as Baxter's 
sledging through the mud and the rain. Thunder happens overhead. There's like a little echo in the thunder. And it sounds like cannon fire. This, the rain starts to sound like bullets. And he's shaking his head. Uh, and he's rubbing his eyes. And he like look, looks up. And he sees Rowan passing by in the carriage. And I think he, he will stop. See what she has to say. Is that amenable? <laughs> see what they have to say? Or do I have to choose to get the carriage? <laughs> it's your choice. You can either get in or not. I think, I think, as much as I want to be super yeah. dramatic, I think he would. <laughs> yes, I think it's, it's like, this is stupid. <laughs> Walk into the rain. Where am I going to go? <laughs> All right. So the carriage stops and you... Did they seem upset? You get into the carriage. <laughs> you do see it is just Rowan. Could I just I roll for this? <laughs> kind of just looking at their face, you kind of see a mix of hurt. You see worry and a little bit of relief. Now you know just how much of a fool I really am. If it means anything, I... I already knew. I... I took the letter you wrote. Baxter sort of like blushes at this. His like eyes widen, but then they narrow again. We're both very good, you and I, at our little performances. As my mother would say, we play the game well. Baxter sort of swallow and like look out the window. If you've read the letter, then you may think you know the whole story, but it's only the beginning. It's only a part of the whole. How many more parts are there? I, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try and make something. I'm trying to be honest. <laughs> it's a quick little score itself, perhaps. Okay, but no, no, no. This seems like a right time. Okay. Um, yeah. My name is Benjamin. Benjamin Rockwell. I was. Uh, I grew up in a place in a in America. It's a territory. Doesn't uh, doesn't even have a name yet. Um, I fought in the war. That much is true. And. Baxter, I, um, I met him, stowed aboard a ship. You see, I, I enlisted, I was just just a boy, and the easiest job to give a boy is to put him on a ship somewhere, work him until he dies, or becomes a man. So, our ship ran aground in the lake, and I swam, swam until I found whatever refuge I could. I didn't know at the time that it was a, it was a British ship, but I learned soon enough, so I I hid myself, and I hid myself until, until Lord St. Tillis found me. I thought I was a goner for sure. Here he was, the enemy, supposed to kill me. It would have been his right. A lot of people wouldn't have even judged him for doing so, but he clothed me in the colors of his, his tribe, and soon we found ourselves in another battle. Baxter and I were some of the sole survivors, and we realized that neither of us wanted to fight in this war, which neither of us had any stake in. So, we just left. We survived together for a time. Then, I, um, I couldn't bear to be away from my family. You see, I grew up very close to my family, which isn't common in colonies. But, uh, I decided it was time for me to go home to, to tell them the life I'd made for myself. But, I didn't quite realize how long the war go on, so the road home, I, I found myself back on the battlefield, just trying to get home. Eventually I did, and I, I told them about the man I loved, and they swore they'd never speak to me again. I suppose I shouldn't hate them. After all I'd been through, though, I, I couldn't bear it, and so I made my way back to Baxter, but by then, I should have realized by the time I found him, he was already passed away. He died of pneumonia from some heroic battle, I'm told, but he left me everything, his life, his, his name, what else could I do, where else could I go, I couldn't go home, and the way he spoke of his family, of, of his station, of how could I just let that die with him, so everything I've done, I, I endeavored to be in memory of him, not for my own selfish gain, it's what he deserved, he deserved to live, he was too important, but now I've gone and ruined it, haven't I? Kind of, as you let out that last sob, um, before you can even think, Rowan is on the other side of the carriage, and they wrap their arms around you. <laughs> yeah, I think Baxter just breaks down crying. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
And for a while, Rowan just holds you in silence. <sighs> Secrets out! Oh, that was re- that was really good, yeah. Nick. <laughs> I didn't that. <laughs> so, Rosalina. Yeah, you're still in the thunderstorm. <laughs> you still have to make your choice. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I forgot that was that was one of two. That's one of two rolls. <laughs> Let's play a dramatic Regency romance game. I said. It'll be fun, I said. <laughs> All right, Rosalina. I may have to change yours depending on seeing how that went. <laughs> she can still have you a costume. Get a she went out of the rain. She's going to have consumption. That's a big cost. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay, no, no. I'm going to give you success at a cost. You're still running, but as you look down, you see that just from the way you're... Sh- like, you've lost your shoes at this point. And the mud is just continuing to splatter all over your new dress. No. You can continue on, but you, but you will have pretty much ruined your dress. I think she does. So Rosalina keeps like as the wind and fog and rainwater are splashing her. As she's running, running now barefoot through the mud and slowly just losing speed and losing energy as she keeps her eyes on the you know dark horizon line basically and sees the carriage just disappear over a hill yeah you you see a carriage go past you and you see it stop for a little and you see who you who you thought was Baxter, who you knew was Baxter, who you believed was Baxter, get into that carriage. And then I'm just alone in the darkness and rain, and then every once in a while, lightning lights up the whole area and shows the mud all over my dress, drenched, and I think I come, Rosalina comes to a full stop now. As as you do, you hear um, kind of in the mud behind you, you hear kind of faint hoofbeats as you look up and you see a very shaken yet very determined Lady Ivy Winters. Ivy came out of the storm too? Damn, everybody's gotta have pneumonia, damn it! Well, Phoebe told me where you went. <laughs> She's very worried about me. I don't think that Rosalina takes her eyes off of the distant hill where her cousin disappeared behind and sort of just drops and collapses into the mud as it like splashes on the carriage not on the carriage ivy came by oh it's just ivy on a horse (laughs) what's the color of the horse (laughs) brown okay i guess after a second you know um, i look up to ivy and look her in her eyes i feel as though i've been i've been doing it all wrong from the start doing what wrong i don't i don't know anything about my family about my friends about this strange, public, private world we've been dropped into. What are you going to do? I'll, um, get on the horse. I don't know that Rosalina knows what to say anymore. That's okay. Ivy kind of uh, spurs the horse onward, and and even now, you saw it back at the dressmaker shop, but now you're able to actually see uh, kind of with her hair pushed back from her neck, you're able to see how far the scars from that previous riding accident had gone. Oh, man, the lightning? Oh, damn. Oh, my God, yeah. As the lightning flashes, I get a a bright... Yep, the lightning flashes, and you're able to see that they kind of go up, um, kind of past the nape of her neck, uh, underneath her hair. Rosalina puts her hand on... Ivy's hand that's holding the reins to have her like stop the horse. And, and she does. And tried to get. Uh, tried to sort of get a better look at her back. And, um, and then I think that's the point where Rosalina realizes like she's uh, being too uh, forward and indecorous and uh, takes her hands away. Yeah. <laughs> and says, Oh, I'm dreadfully sorry. Apology accepted. 
There was a riding accident many years ago. Uh, and she kind of re-spurs the horse on. Like, not like a super fast gallop, but a, a trot that'll get you to the estate. And she's still talking. I was out with Rowan and Duke Thornberg. He was an excellent riding teacher. But my my horse was in a terrible mood. We nearly took a trunk out of fence, and we tried to leave part of a carrot there for it. So, Duke Thornbell decided that he would simply walk behind him. I would take his horse. Halfway through, parts of the saddle started to break, and I fell off. When I came to, I was at the bottom of a hill, and everything hurt. I, I didn't ride since. Phoebe was so insistent that someone finds you, and I wanted to make sure that you were okay myself. I'm, I'm alright, Ivy. But are you, are you alright? And I put, she puts like a hand and a finger on her skin, on her scarring. Ah, uh, she nods. Yes, I, I believe so. Although I should probably speed up before we catch our death. <laughs> I think that this is the point where. <laughs> Everything from this week begins to catch up to Rosalina, especially tonight, running through the rain for I don't know how long, and she passes out completely. All right. Henri, you are still at the ball. (laughs) (laughs) The the contrast we needed. (laughs) Henri's having a wonderful fucking night. W's all around for Henri. Um, Henri, as you are sort of leading Perdita towards the exit, uh, Nanette sidles up to you, just like very, like very coolly. It would seem as though I've avoided nearly making a very big mistake. Thinking I was going to get anywhere with that imposter. (laughs) Fuck you, Nanette! And what would that uh, be, pray tell? I suppose I'll have to settle for a general son. Yes. Would have preferred a prince. Yes, that would not uh, been good for the plan, but it's a lot better than the alternative as, like, Henri will, like, awkwardly keep on glancing in between Nanette and Perdita. Perdita seems a little distracted by everything. Listen, uh, Nanette, uh, Petita knows certain things, but let's not uh, let's not tell her everything, okay? About you? Of course not. I mean, we're both getting what we want, aren't we? I guess that is true. Honestly, I am impressed with uh, how well you've kept everything up since we've gotten here. Though, of course, nice as Ken Lashford is, no Duke Laureate. <laughs> In a... Another life, maybe. Oh, I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> I'm sorry, who are you gunning after now? I I just want to make sure I have all my options in place. And it seems as though with the fall of Prince Baxter Saintless, things may have opened up with one Rowan Thornbell. Well, good luck with them. Uh, I've also tried to <laughs> bark at that tree, did not go well, but I had the almighty Nanette. We shall see. Just just don't ruin things with Henry, please. We are so close. We are so close to getting what we want. That's right. I, I'm flipping through all the pages of this novel, and I'm like, when the fuck are we going to find out who the fuck Nanette is? <laughs> <laughs> this chapter and 18. As, as, as Nanette leaves... This is more for just the variables and players. We just kind of see her smirk to herself. But I can get closer. Uh, Nets, where are you going? Your your carrots does no longer have a horse. <laughs> where <laughs> you is well. <laughs> If you want, the colonel and yourself can ride with me and Perdita back to back to House Pine. And so the four of you do. <laughs> kind of on the way back. Uh, Nanette continues to kind of sneer and talk kind of haughtily about what happened. Uh, and then Henry speaks up. But I mean, is is he okay after everything? Well, I do believe that Rosalina chased after him, and she is a very capable woman, so 
if anyone were to save him from harm, it would be her. Looked as though he'd seen a ghost. Henri gets like a a thousand yard stare real quick, thinking about his times against the real Baxter uh, in the war. In that in that kind of war feeling where like we were on opposite sides of the war, yeah. but like our armies like clashed enough that I yeah. found a respect for him and Oh, that's interesting. How many sides were there? Mm-hmm. It was. It was. A, it was a weird war. There was like three different sides. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention that also during this time, uh, the British were also dealing with a. Well, no, both the British and the French were dealing with a little set of wars called the Napoleonic Wars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Napoleon was up in that shit. Yeah. And I think pontificating to himself, but out loud to the rest of the carriage. That's uh, the. Real one was a great man. I had heard of his passing somewhere in my journeys before making it here to the Gardens of Glass, and seeing this man I had just chosen, that's what rumors I heard were untrue. And I am deeply saddened to find out that they were. Henry kind of lets out breath. My father used to talk about the way he commanded an army. It wasn't for very long. I never heard the part, the part where he passed. Thought I was seeing a real hero. Perdita is just kind of taking this all in. Ninette checked out. Oh, <laughs> she has already made her judgment. Can I roll to win someone over? Who would you like to win over? <laughs> Henry. I want him to have a better time with Nanette. <laughs> so, like, as as Nanette is, like, peering out the, the window of the carriage, I'm going to be, like, eyeing Henry to be, like, with my eyes to be, like, did you get up closer to her or, like, do something, like, talk to her? Like, now's your chance. Oh, baby, that's an 11. Damn! Oh, Henri wow. is a fucking, fucking minstrel. <laughs> Commanding people's lives. I know. Henry's just a funnier game. Henri does the yawn and then puts his arm over for Tia. And then, like, looks at Henry to be like, "Uh, uh." And Henry gives you, like, this, Why? Why do you hate me? (laughs) Miss Nanette, did you enjoy yourself at the ball? She kind of looks, Oh, what? I did. I did. The dancing was lovely. It's going to be nothing compared to the abdominal wall later. <laughs> Henry continues to make small talk with the net with Nanette, uh, just glaring daggers at you when he has a chance. <laughs> <laughs> just throw him a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to cut to Baxter and Rowan. You guys are kind of coming back into the estate, and Baxter, when you get there, you see that the front door of the greenhouse has been broken. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I think, can we, can we do some, like, pre-stuff before I see that? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think Baxter is like stepping out of the carriage. He like turns to Rowan and he, and he like props open an umbrella. I'm sure the carriage has. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah. I'm sure, it's stocked. Like prop it open. Um, yeah, the carriages at the Winchester Estate are, are fully stocked with anything you might. Anything need. you may desire. It's like a bag of holding. Anything you may <laughs> desire. Lord and Lady Winchester has always found you could never be too prepared. <laughs> so I'll prop the umbrella in, in the door and like help Rowan down, and then sort of look at the ground, and then look up at them, and then look up at the estate of gardens, the glass, and then, as as I'm, like, staring at the building, talk and say, like, I'm not sure what to do now. I've, I've never... I've never told that to anyone, and I fear that I might have to tell it again. But I want you to understand that, that Benjamin didn't have much of a chance at a good life, but Baxter deserved one. So... Why shouldn't I be Baxter? Why shouldn't I try and do the right thing and to help people? Why? I know I should think that it's wrong, but I don't. I. And then he'll see the broken door of the greenhouse. Yep. 
I, I'm sorry. Um, I, I have to go. And so, like, <laughs> push the umbrella to Rowan, <laughs> and then just mm-hmm. like race towards the, the the greenhouse. Uh, you race towards the greenhouse. You get in. You see plants have been knocked over. Stones in the path have been like are just covered in mud from what look like boots. James and. To the side, you hear. Oh, no, girl! You hear the muffled whimpering of a little girl. Abigail! Uh, Abigail! Come here! What the devil's going on? What, what happened? Please, please, just calm, calm down, calm down. Just t- t- tell me in your own time. I wanted to say goodnight to, to ladybugs and. And? They're just this group of big men in red coats. <laughs> they called the bar trainer and they took him away. They took they took your father? When when He told me to hide and I hid. You did a very good job, Animal. When when did this happen? Was it very long ago? She she nods it was it wasn't dark out yet. And it's quite dark now, right? Just to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's about... I'd say if you had to take your best guess, it's around, like, 11.30 right now. Okay. Oh, God. We're never gonna be able to find him. Fuck! Uh, is there... is there... Shit! Um, is there... Can I... can I... can I study a situation to see if there's any clues? Yes! <laughs> yes, 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 yes! Stud... roll plus win! I need to find some clues! Annabelle, I'm going to put you right here. And I just need to... Look around for a moment. It might help your father. Nine! Alright, you get to ask one of the following questions. What is happening here? What can be used for my benefit? What is the history of the place? What is being hidden from me? How could this situation turn out? <sighs> what can be used for my benefit? Um, yes. Uh, what can be used to your benefit? Uh, you look around. Uh, you see kind of the boot prints on the floor. You, you recognize them. The prints? Those are standard... The blueprints. Uh-huh. You recognize kind of the shape of them. Standard issue military gear. Gotcha. Okay. And about I believe it's all been a misunderstanding, alright? They've taken your father to the nearest barracks. Now, they, they probably know about me and, I, and know my name at least, and, and I, I believe that I, I can help your father, alright? Um, now, we should probably get you to bed first, though. Anna, Annabelle, Annabelle nods. Papa said that if he was ever gone, I was supposed to go talk to Lady Wintrose at the big house, and she would take care of me. That sounds like an excellent idea. Let's 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 do that. Uh, off we go. <laughs> you and Annabelle exit the greenhouse where Rowan is waiting. I think he'll pick pick he'll pick pick Annabelle up like, and like and sort of hurry. <laughs> Godness, girl, what happened? Don't quite know yet, but um, I, I, I listen. I, I still need to play my part. You know, like sort of like wink at, uh, at Rowan, and I, I have to go right now. But um, would you mind taking Annabelle for me? She, she's uh, and speaking to Miss Miss Wintrose. As you as you try to kind of push Annabelle toward Rowan, Annabelle just grips your hand tighter. <laughs> <sighs> Annabelle, you have to trust me, alright? This this is the Honorable Rowan Thornbell. They'll do, do you no know harm. They are a good friend of Lady Wintrose. You have to be brave, alright? Okay. And my papa wasn't a traitor, right? They called him a traitor. It's absolute nonsense. Absolute nonsense, Annabelle. Don't even think about it for another minute. But what does... What does deserter mean? They called him that, too. Thank you, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he'll, he'll, like... You have to console this child. Hand, hand, Rowan, hand Annabelle off to Rowan. To like, okay. I'm not quite sure, but I believe Rowan is quite good with words. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan gives you this like, what? <laughs> She's a very intelligent, kind, and brave person themselves, so you're in excellent hands. And then he'll... Uh, Baxter will... To turn to the the carriage, and he'll uh, signal to the driver to come down. <laughs> oh, the driver comes down. Mm. How can I help you, sir? Uh, 
Baxter pulls out just like a wad of money. He's <laughs> like, I believe that you've misplaced your carriage for the evening. Uh, left it back at the village. If anybody should ask any questions, it's over there. And uh, Lord St. Tellius is uh, looking after it. He was in a, an eccentric mood. Does that sound right to you? <laughs> the driver takes your money, gets in the carriage, and speeds off. No, no, no. I'm taking the carriage by myself. <laughs> oh, you're taking... You're taking. All right. He's commandeering this vehicle. I am. I'm Detective, <laughs> My apologies, I Detective Baxter. So I just want to take it by myself. Yeah, uh, he just... Driver just takes your money. Thank you. Uh, and then he'll look to Rowan one last time. And sort of just nod. <laughs> I'll be back shortly. Rowan nods back at you and leads Annabelle to the uh, main house. And Baxter, we are going to follow you for just a little bit more so I can get you set up. Okay. <laughs> Where are you taking this carriage? I assume that Baxter is aware of the nearest military barracks. <laughs> you do know that just outside of town, uh, there is a small kind of, not quite encampment, but not quite like base of operation either for uh, kind of militia regiments passing through. I just think it would be the closest place possible with the most fanatic <laughs> military men possible. All right. I'll uh, check so there first. Would... If, if not then, then maybe in the city. <laughs> the closest city. My man on a mission, goddammit. <laughs> That's what I needed to find out where you were going. And Henri. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're back in the carriage uh, listening to Henri desperately trying to have a real conversation with Nanette. And... Mm-hmm kind of the last snippet you hear as you kind of begin your approaches. And I just received word that my father is fully recovered. (gasps) Oh! That was, uh, General Ashford, was it? I've heard talk about him. What kind of talk? Oh, just, you know, tracking down deserters, winning decisive battles, and... Uh, Henri, you feel kind of Perdita quickly kind of shift to look closer at the window? My goodness! The Honorable Rowan Thornbow, what are they doing all by themselves? What are they doing by themselves? They're supposed to be inside! (laughs) They're on their way! Oh, Oh, that's... That's Annabelle Benson, but I don't see her father anywhere. Henri? Henri, like, slow turns towards the Henry and Nanette conversation. Let's us, um, adjourn away. Let's make sure Rowan is fine. And we're gonna cut it back again to Rosalina and Ivy. You two actually do manage to make it to the estate where you see a small crowd of soldiers gathered around the front entrance. Really? Oh no! I'll... I'll move up to them. What? <laughs> well, are we... I mean, uh, I guess how close is Ivy bringing the horse? Ivy is bringing you guys directly to the front door. Okay. It is her house. <laughs> and I'll, I guess I'll shout to them, What's the meaning of this? Official business! <laughs> we'll have to take it up with General Ashford. General Ashford? I knew he was the villain of this. I knew it. <laughs> I called it. <laughs> this is preposterous. You must let us inside. Uh, I am Lady Ivy Wintrose, and this is my mother's house. Oh, Lady... Uh, they kind of very quickly just sort of compose themselves. Oh, apologies, milady. You and your friend may enter, but do be careful. We have been told not to leave until... Lady Wintrose has been notified of the deserter hiding in her midst. I guess we'll just try to shuffle past them into the door (laughs) in like a weird... You shuffle past them into the door and you are now safely inside the main house. And as soon as we, uh, as soon as we like close the door immediately, I turn to Ivy and say, of course, that traitor, that traitor who's forsaken the name of my cousin. Who? I don't know, but I fear that the one, the true identity of my cousin, I, I worry that he's been gone for a long time. I 
I am sorry. It must be incredibly hard for you to have someone who you saw as family betray you like that. I think that Rosalina reaches out. I, re- I reach out to take her chin and face in my hand. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm only saying that because I assumed you were going to continue or you dropped out on my end and I totally didn't hear anything. Um, (laughs) That too. Oh my goodness. And then she takes her head away and says, Oh, I've completely left Phoebe behind. Was she alright when we left? (laughs) Cut back to Underwood. Phoebe's just still at the fucking... (laughs) Phoebe! Why does this cabbage have a horse? <laughs> Where's the horse? <laughs> As you kind of fret about this, uh, we're gonna smash cut to Phoebe awkwardly sitting in a carriage with uh, Lord Sebastian oh, good. <laughs> and uh, Miss Jane, feeling very third wheelie. <laughs> Did you enjoy yourself? <laughs> you have a good ball. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling a little, a little third wheelish, but also you can, but also just kind of everything, like kind of going through her mind as um, kind of like around. We hear Sebastian mutter something about the soldiers at the house, and Phoebe just kind of, oh no, 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 no! Aunt Beatrice's letter. Aunt Beatrice's letter. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh! Does that mean that Phoebe knew that they were going to come get James? That's fucked up, Phoebe. She didn't say anything? Y'all never looked at the letters that Bernina was taking to the yeah, post office. Some people office. just keep letters, you know? <laughs> How many letters are there? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has letters. Hopefully they have had no letters. letters <laughs> and give them to people who work at the and house they're staying at. Throw them in waste bins. Everyone's constantly trying to throw away letters. <laughs> Pulling letters out of the trash. Trying to throw letters, letters. letters are important. <laughs> Damn, okay. Damn, <laughs> It was It was more like a she just remembered it. Oh, no. <laughs> Rosalind didn't hang up Phoebe, like, at all that episode. That's a dramatic shift for their character. I know. <laughs> yeah. Alright, I'm gonna stop recording. Oh, okay. Alright, okay. Alright, cool. Okay, okay. Here's good night, Barry. Holy shit, curtain's coming down. Oh, okay, have a good night. <laughs> Thunder. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought of there. Dennis will put in a thunder noise here. <laughs> got it, I got it. Dennis will put in a thunder noise, please. <laughs> I got it, don't just continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, all right. But before we go on right here, I think that would be a great point for a thunder noise. <laughs> 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 You're getting my Marcus. <laughs> And twins! Sorry. And twins! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good ending bit. Continue. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to get thoroughly roasted in the review, and I will have deserved it. <laughs> okay, Nick, can you repeat the last thing you just said? <laughs> is that, oh my God, is and it, twins! <laughs> is it storming? And you become your scorned self. And then I become my scorned self. Oh, mm-hmm. Um. So wait. So what? What was the thing? You have, you have to tell your secret, and somebody has to believe you. Is that what you said? They have to vouch for you. Vouch. They have. They have. They have to vouch for you. Uh, otherwise, actually, no. I screwed this up. Oh no. Oh. I re. I misread. I misread what I, I misread. The thing I wrote. <laughs> if, Got it. Yeah. Got a thunderstorm. <laughs> 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 Okay, so, uh, so Nick, now that you're out of goodwill, you have to reveal your secret. So the scorn self is uh, you become a paranoid. You, oh, you, take that again, thunderstorm. Uh, 
cookies I had she to stole, answer. She stole the net <laughs> source. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck Nanette. Okay, cool. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Of course. I should have done it. <laughs> Nets like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is that? What's my cookie <laughs> cut? <laughs> it's a carriage with no horse. Yeah, it's a dramatic ass conversation. <laughs> response to your question, which I have already forgotten what it was, so caught up with it was, I, are you okay? in I'm all right. screaming about the horse. Yeah, it was just like, I'm alright, but are you? Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.